Hey Lauren, do you want to know what really chaps my hide? You bet I do. The thought of selling my 2008 Honda Pilot. I mean, I need to. It's time. But the whole car selling process gives me the scaries. All the research, the trade-in, the price comparison, finding the best deal. It's all a big time suck, and the good Lord knows I don't have any time to spare. Well, that is until now. Thanks to Shaver and Walsh Auto Collective, stressing about selling your vehicle doesn't have to be stressful at all. In fact, you don't even need to leave your house. Our friends over at Shaver and Walsh make selling your used car simple and convenient. The fact that they are local is a bonus. And beyond that, all you need to do is pick up the phone, provide some basic vehicle information, and of course, an address where the car can be assessed. Shaver and Walsh's mission is to make your vehicle selling experience convenient and transparent, offering the most fair market value for your car, even if you still owe on it. So if you live in the Chicagoland area and have a vehicle you want to sell, head over to www.autocollective.com and enjoy an auto selling experience that is actually good for your well-being. And thanks to our local sponsor, Shaver and Walsh Auto Collective, for providing a service that recognizes the need for effortless convenience when it comes to selling your car. And also thank you for your commitment to local charities through partnerships with local youth sport leagues, support of small businesses, as well as charity sponsorships, Shaver and Walsh Auto Collective strives to make a lasting impact on their community. Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, ho. <laughs> this is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So mm-hmm. if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. Hello and welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I am your host, Lauren Massarella, being joined here by my co-host and my sister, Michelle Anderson. How are you doing on this rainy, gloomy day? I'm good. I'm trying to actually raise it up a little bit, but I'm feeling a little, you know, chill. I need a calm. I need cute. I need toothpicks for my eyelids. Yeah, I think I'm you need so a good tired. Gut. I need you need a punch in the shoulder or something. No, that will actually piss me off. But that actually might wake you up. Nope. Okay, I've been there. I don't <laughs> no. want to punch you. All right, you guys. So Michelle and I just wrapped up quite a conversation. It's our, you know, our standard weekly catch up. But this catch-up had a lot to do with some softcore porn in the form of a book we yeah, read yeah. and a show we're watching. Yeah, basically we were taking in a lot of content this weekend and we we're just sharing it all. A lot of content. I mean, if you guys have not started watching Sex Life on Netflix, you're not missing out, but you are. That's yeah. how this show works. Yeah. It, you're uh, not missing anything, but at the same time, you you're missing everything. Are. A lot of nipples and a real long wiener. Wait till episode three. That's what everyone kept Pringles. telling me. Pringles can. Our friend told us that I was bitching about this guy, this show, because it's all boobs and not enough wiener. And my friend, our friend Abby Thome said, there, just yeah, wait till just the third wait. episode. Seven, she said 70 inches long, as thick as a Pringle can. Whoa, a lot of girth, a lot she of She wasn't length. kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> so before you dive into this perverted episode, we would like to give a shout out to one of our newest anchor subscribers. So this is a friend of ours. She's been on a one of our Huga retreats that we put on in Michigan 
a few moons ago. Great time. Great time. She was a great time. She is a great time. <laughs> Big shout out to Miss Catherine, a.k.a. Katie O'Connell, for subscribing to our anchor.com. Wow. I, can I just say something? Hell yeah. Every time a subscription comes in, Lauren, a tiny bit of my imposter syndrome dissipates. 100%. <laughs> I, can, I completely agree. I'm like... You aren't doing anything right. You don't know what you're doing. Oh, wait, a subscriber. Oh, look, a text message from Michelle. So someone is actually finds our work valuable. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And it's not that you need that, but it helps so. It does. It takes the, the that questioning, yes. some of it, it just chips, a touch of it. it yes, chips, it, it chips away. away. Like it a chip, tiny, chips away, falls Like a off. tiny, tiny chisel and hammer. Yep. Tiny, teeny, tiny. Katie, thank you so, so much. We are so grateful. And for those of you who are like, what the hell are these women talking about? So our platform where we host our podcast is called Anchor.com. It's basically the sister to Spotify. And they've given creators, much like ourselves, the opportunity to sign up for their listeners to pay for a monthly subscription. It comes in at 99 cents. $4.99 Four ninety nine or nine ninety nine. You can also listen to us for free. That's yep. the beauty of the content that we give. But Anchor understands that we are creators, and creators spend a shit ton of our time creating and giving dry hand jobs. Tons for nothing of in dry hand jobs. Yeah. So if you want one of those, stop on by. <laughs> Put the address in the show notes. <laughs> right. Here, I'll give you a map of ways on how to get here. But what it does, it just helps us create more time to create more content. Yep. So it is super duper appreciated. If you would like to learn more about what anchor.com is, head to the show notes and you'll see a little link that you can click on. You'll see our faces pop up. There is an opportunity to support the work that we are creating or just bypass it and tune in and press play. That is really what matters too. So you guys listening matters. There are millions of podcasts out there. And please, whatever you do, please share us. That is really the magical way to support the sister project. It is. Thank you, ladies, so much. Katie, I love you. We thank you. Keep tuning in. And you guys, enjoy the show. I wanted to talk to you about something. I'm, should I be scared? No. Okay. I accidentally found myself like sucked into a rabbit hole of drama, someone else's drama on Instagram. So she had blocked us. So, okay. And I don't, I don't know why she blocked us. I, I didn't comment on anything. I made one small comment. She, she, there was a man who said something and he was saying, you know, like, I'm a gay man and I don't think what you said was okay. And she, and she wrote back like, oh, a white gay man, life must have been really hard for you growing up. Uh, and so all I wrote was like, hey, lady, come on now. That, that's so not cool. Are, that's and all I, I saw said. That, that that's, post, you saw it. it. I just it. was like, come on. Like, that's, you don't know what any, anyone's been through. She was saying that, like, his life was probably really easy, actually, because he was a white, white man. White privilege. Right. And I'm like, but you never know Isn't what the nice? fuck happened to him when he was a kid. So she, I think that comment bothered her. So she blocked us. So then I went to one of my other three handles and started <laughs> just, snooping. I just wanted to see what was going on. And her and then this other woman. The amount of effort and energy, I truly was not part of it. Yeah, you were so just chiming in. Now I was just a, a voyeur. And then this one lady, then she started recording herself. This is when I was like, okay, people, everyone needs to put down uh-huh. their phones. It's time to take a breather. She literally, <laughs> she must have sent this woman. So the woman who I was just talking about, let's call her A. And then there's Lady B. 
Lady B was really, her her feathers were ruffled mm-hmm. over what Lady A said. So Lady B sends her some voice messages via Instagram. What? Yeah, well, you wouldn't know this until... What was that noise? <laughs> it was an uncontrollable gurgle. Actually, I think it was like my body clearing some energy. Oh, well, this lady started clearing energy. And what she started doing, she wanted to prove that her voice messages to Lady A were so kind and in good nature. So she started to... She publicly was, air them? She publicly aired them as she was saging. She was saging and like breathing and meditating as she as she was recording a live of herself listening to herself's messages to Lady mm. A. And I'm sitting here thinking, go outside wow. and go for a walk, man. I don't know why we have to put every ounce of something for all of the world to see when in that moment... There needs to be some deep reflection. Well, or just maybe just take a couple days off the old Instagram. I was so shocked. And then I'm sitting here thinking about myself. I'm like, I don't even know these people. I know, but, <laughs> but that's I've what invested happens. so much time into watching their weird public feud. Listen, everybody invests a little <laughs> too much time watching somebody else because that's the world we live in now, okay? But it's such a weird world because it's like, the amount of, st- I mean, she's literally sharing. And I understand that we have created friendships on a social media platform and I respect them and I love the yep. people that we've met. But for all of the like five friends that I've made on Instagram, there really are like a thousand people who I don't know that follow us. I would like to know Fact. about them more. Yeah. But it's just so interesting. In any case, that's where that's where I spent some time last weekend. How about you? <laughs> I uh, spent most of my time uh, standing outside of a baseball diamond, oh, watching okay. baseball, not as much social media. Mm. But I also wanted to throw myself into a garbage can or dive into Why? a different type of hole. You know, it's just an intense, uh, it's an intense space sitting out there and watching those games and playing some of these teams. You know, I feel like some of the coaches are like the antagonist in those like kid sport Disney movies. Sure. You know, like the guy that plays like the overzealous football coach that like wants to murder the neighborhood football team. Right on. Yeah, we played a couple of those coaches and it just, it's a... you know, it adds to the experience. I mean, yeah. That and we weren't kind of victorious. So you were or weren't? We were not. So uh, it, it double hurts. condolences. It double hurts. All right. Well, while you were doing that, I also went and checked out at Navy Pier every Friday. They have jazz, which is awesome. It's a free jazz. It's at the Lake Stage. So if you are in the city of Chicago, Michelle, you should grab the kids and come down one night. It starts at 630. There's usually three acts or three ah, bands. Three, okay. And this last time, they were young guys. They were young men. They were probably in their later years of high school, early years of college. And they were good. And we literally just bring a blanket, some food, wine. Lovely. My non-boozy cans of Gia. And just chill. And it's free. And you just set up shop. And it's free music. That sounds lovely. That sounds... I've never been to a jazz concert. Dude, jazz is awesome. Jazz is probably one of my late, my favorite live musical acts to see. I mean, I mean, then I want to be like in a muddy pit at Pitchfork. Yeah, that watching some indie band. Yeah, like that in the olden days. My my 
speed was definitely like at the top of the hill at like some at you know, Alpine somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. I'm excited for the festival circuit to start up again. Are you going to hit any of them up? Yes, I will. We will probably go to Pitchfork and we're going to go see our Uncle Ben play with Modest Mouse at the after show of Lollapalooza. I mean, that's one that's one late night show I might force myself you to should stay up it's for. at like twelve thirty though that's the only problem i can do it it'll be so fun yeah you know oh actually i was going to bring up i have a question for you so speaking of festivals i was once at one it's called sasquatch i've talked about this before it's over in like washington state and we <laughs> met our friends there was anthony and i and we had met our friends there this all started because my friend maggie i went for we went for ice cream the other day and i got a malt and she got an ice cream cone <laughs> and she licked her ice cream cone she's like do you want some i was like no gross like I don't want to mm. lick your cone after you're and I wouldn't into... do that for except for Anthony with anybody your baby you would maybe my, I don't have one yet so I, I would you but will. I don't, you'll lick yes. food off their face it's gross. the craziest thing and then I had a malt which you know you suck it up the straw and then you, it goes back down some of it and she's like mm, I love a malt may I try that and oh I was like, my yeah I guess I mean I'm not gonna say no yeah so she took a sip and I was like <laughs> great it's yours <laughs> I took it back and it reminded me of this story. And then we went back and forth about sharing like ice cream. I'm, I'm a no share. Well, it reminds me of mom. Do you remember when mom would lick our ice cream? I do. Oh, it was very well. I think I had PTSD from that. And sometimes when she would take the spoon away, there would be like a oh, little saliva connecting. I'm gonna throw up. Like I lit, I'm going to throw up. That's so gross. But this is what it reminded me of. There was this guy I met at Sasquatch one year. He was a friend of a friend. So Anthony and I went and we met our friend Matt and Matt had his friend John with him and two, two other guys. And Anthony and our friend said, hey, we're going to go grab some cans of beer. We'll be, we'll be right back. Yeah. And they left me with their, our, my new friend and festival goer, John, who was nice. He was a great guy. We're sitting there and Anthony and I had hit up a, um, <laughs> we hit up a farmer's market on the way in and there were some beautiful like Pacific Northwest peaches. So I grabbed the peach, put it in my bag and I'm sitting there with John as Anthony and Matt had gone on to go grab some beers and there's a story with that and I'm sitting there I grab my my peach and I take a bite out of it um, and like juice is running you know it's like one of those slobbery oh, beautiful really peaches and he's looking and he goes mmm that looks good I'm like yeah it is real fucking good he's like can I have a bite of that and I was like can you what he's like can I have a bite of your peach I was like, okay, we met 10 minutes ago. Uh-huh. That's the one th- first and foremost. Next, it, that's a red flag. Next, no, you can't have a bite of how, what are you going to bite into my bite? So I'm, I'm connecting with you very much on this. And I'm starting to realize that I think that this stems from our childhood and the story that you told before of our mom <laughs> taking, because I've seen you when you're eating and I'm the same way. We, we're not really, we don't really like to share our food. I mean, I like to have my food. So now as me and my friend John here are, are talking, so he was really kind of miffed by I wouldn't give him a piece, a bite of my peach. And so whatever, we had this conversation. And as we're talking, I see Anthony and Matt running towards us, just run like, like arms pumping. And they are so excited. Like I think one of them like leapt in the air. Now this time the psilocybin's probably kicking in. Ah, the mushrooms okay. have it. entered the bloodstream. And they're so excited because we're going to go see this band and they get there and they're holding their hands around the backpack. And all of a sudden, Matt was like, oh, and he puts his hand behind his back, between his back and the backpack. And he's soaked because these ding dongs, you had to open the beer before you put it in your, because they they don't want them throwing it. And so he ran. (laughs) 
from the beer tent with the open beer in, in his, his bag, really jolly and happy. Uh, and I was just ex- psilocybin, <laughs> just soaking wet. I'm sure that really contributed to his trip. No pun intended. That was some good times. Good times. Okay, so speaking of good times, I spent the majority of my weekend reading and watching softcore porn. Mm. One was a recommendation by you, and the other was a recommendation from a friend of ours who is male and said, watch this show, a lot of boobs. So you get where we're going with that yeah. one. Now, the, the book I read at your recommendation was Verity. V-E-R-I-T-Y is by Colleen Hoover. Yeah, shout out. By Colleen Hoover. And this book, um, you are roped in within two to five pages. Right out of the gates. Just fingering your way through it. Yep, Just boom, pages turning. I mean, let's just, I'm going to It's like a fan's blowing on the book. It really is. They're just blowing, they're just blowing. It is. And I'm thinking, it, it really gets you because it's one of those opening acts where like blood splatters. And oh, you're yeah. just like, holy shit. Yeah. And then it turns into this, you can feel like the sexual tension between two of the characters. Right out of the gate. And then as you're reading it, you can sense the, the sexual connection between two other characters. Yes, you can. Now, threaded in between all of this is some really creepy shit. Yeah. It's probably one of the best psychological thrillers I've read I, I guess maybe ever. I mean, the sex parts were so graphic, though. They were. But And did you enjoy, did you enjoy this book? I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. I wanted to, I was looking for something that I couldn't put down. Let's give a little synopsis of how this book, a little capture of what this book is okay. about. So there's the main character, Lawen, which... I hate Lauren, that name. I, right out of the gate, I'm annoyed with the way you're saying it because it sounds like Samhain. Okay, I think it's Lowen. Lowen is better than Lowen. It's not Lowen. And Lowen. if it is, and if it is, I'm going to write a personal. Uh, I'm going to slip into Colleen's DMs. So, it's, so you think it's Lowen? I think it's Lowen. Okay, because so, he calls her Low. Okay, I don't right. think he calls her. I think Lau. what bothers me is that my name is Lauren, and, and that's how you said it when you were a kid. I was like, speech. "Hi, I'm Lowen." <laughs> Totally, I get it. I had a horrible speech impediment. In any case, so Lowen is a writer and she's kind of in a struggling place. Her mom is not well and she's on her way to a meeting and something terrible happens and she meets someone who she's going to meet again later. His name's Jeremy and he becomes a prominent character yes. in this in this story. And Jeremy and his wife Verity, Verity, I think it's like Verity... Ver- I don't know what their last name is. Verity names Crawford. There we go. And, and Jeremy. Her main name, and her name, I believe, means truth. In oh, now knowing the book and yes. the ending. Yes. Ooh, that makes all sense now. And so Lowen, wait, Lowen. 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 <laughs> we'll talk. No, Lauren, oh, Halloween's not far away. We'll talk about it again. Right now we're staying so with Lowen. Lowen and Jeremy have, they come into a business agreement. Yes. And then things begin to advance and unravel from there. Yes. There are some parts where I was reading this alone. Well, obviously alone, but I was home alone. And there are some parts that are so spooky and creepy. This would make for a wonderful spooky film. I know. That's what I was thinking the entire time I was reading it. I'm like... Oh my God, I want to see the scene where there's she's at the top of the stairs and yeah. they're in this house. And yep. Yes. Lot of, lot of, Michelle said in the last episode, a lot of dick sucking. Lots. 
There's just so much. It's There's endless. so much. It's, it's endless. endless. Now, it's that is contrary <laughs> to the other show that now there's a show that Michelle and I watched called I'm in the third episode and I had to get to the third episode for a specific reason. So if you are looking for like an X-rated version of a Hallmark Christmas movie um, with a lot of nipple watch sex life on netflix i i that's a fair assessment of what that show is it pissed me off though because this poor woman is either naked getting like rammed by someone yeah or breastfeeding yeah yeah good times well maybe it seems like maybe she was thinking that was good times before the baby she's really yeah. looking for it uh-huh so so we have our actress so Let's go ahead and break down this show a little bit, shall we? Okay. So we've got Billy Conley is the lead female who is, um, her name is Sarah Shahi. And so Sarah Shahi, you might recall her in, I picked it up. I was watching this and I was like, I know this woman. She was in the back seat of old school when when Stop Will Ferrell it. is streaking. Stop it. And she's in the back and she sees him. She's a beautiful brunette. And she was like, oh my God. So that's her. No if you way. Can see I her. can picture it. Yeah, yes. she's beautiful. She had a little hat on. So Billy is the main lead female. And her husband is played by a man named Mike Vogel. Yeah. Who plays Cooper Conley. And Cooper Conley, er, and Mike Vogel, the actor, mm-hmm. you might recognize him from The Help. He plays the husband of, um, gosh, What's her name? The beautiful redhead that everyone thinks like is a bimbo. And she hires Octavia, I think is her help. Chastain something. Yes, Jessica Chastain. Thank you. And her husband is the one, and she has her miscarriage and whatnot. Her husband is the one that knows but doesn't say anything that she has a woman coming in to help her eat clean and, and make food. Okay. And he's really lovely. Cooper and Billy are married. And Billy is having these wild, sexy flashbacks of yes. when she was dating Brad Simon, who is a uh, New Zealand. I can't. Th- oh, I think he's Kiwi, I, but someone refers to him as Aussie. But okay. I thought he's from over that part of the world, and he is a record producer. Okay. And his character, holy cow. Okay, so what we open up with is nipples. Every show opens with nipples. <laughs> Usually the legs are spread and someone is going down yeah, they, on Billy. Yeah, they are just getting in there. All day, all night. Now, what's happening throughout the whole series at the moment, I'm three or four episodes in, is Billy is now writing her journal about this former lover she had and really how excited she was and life was just so much more fulfilling for her she's now married with two kids with her handsome husband and the husband who kind of ignores her and wants to pay more attention to the children and so she's writing in her journal her husband opens her laptop one day and sees her journal entries oh now it's getting so now it like turns him on and she and he like whips her around throws her over the kitchen table or counter and are they sort of, is he sort of like reliving her like kind of marriage? Yes, 100%. Life fantasies. Yeah, and I mean, this all sounds like this could be a great setup. It for actually a, does. Yeah, but it's not. it's not. It's literally a Hallmark. It's an X-rated Hallmark Christmas movie. There, I because mean, the a lot of cheese. So cheesy. It's so bad. And it's just like, I don't know. I got really annoyed because like I mentioned, you see Billy's nipples every other scene yes every other scene her top flies off mm-hmm. and i'm like i want to see you know what i don't want to but let's make this fair and square yeah let's see some wiener yeah and so finally i put it out on instagram 
my my thoughts here and everyone said wait until the third episode so did you watch the third episode i did did your eyes go ha no No, it was long duck dong his wiener so they show brad simon's penis Penis. is do we have any a confirm was this a penis double was this his penis it is so long i don't know so his penis size exceeds what the average penis size which is is 6.2 inches okay okay he was more on the end of the spectrum that was going towards like 10 inches okay ruler length it is so long and he's in the shower and he turns around his body's very long so it makes sense (laughs) that his wiener's really long and heavy okay and it's just like dangling between his legs now imagining this thing excited is terrifying yes yes i would say that that would be like going to a rainforest and coming up upon an anaconda it literally is that's what it felt like sounds scary the best part of it though is that and i'm giving this away and i'm sorry but literally you guys there's nothing sex and tits well there's nothing i mean the the storyline is so whatever the husband finds out about this man so he goes to the same gym as him to kind of like scope him out yeah and he ends up like kind of like spying on him in the shower so when we're all seeing brad simon's gigantic ding dong yeah so is billy's husband so he turns around and he like it's just it's actually the best scene was his reaction it was probably the best acting of the whole thing because his reaction is kind of like of course course he has a huge cock oh was he like sort of (laughs) was he like of course was he like jealous was he yeah kind of yes it was kind of like okay oh Oh, i wish i had that huge golden horse cock ew no i guess (laughs) (laughs) but i mean it's so worth watching because it's so bad it's like a car it's like a car Car crash yeah you have to like look and watch I'm, does the does the car crash at the sight of the penis visual, and then do the cleanup crew come in, or is it still? No, I was laughing crash. so hard because because of course they're not going to show him his wiener prior to a sex scene because of course he would they want be to, erect, yes, and that would be like porn, so they can't have that on Netflix, yeah. So it's just dangling in the shower, dangling, dangling. which is fine, but it's just the lines. I mean, at one point, this guy, this one man. I mean, the women are always on their knees, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of knees, and it's just kind of like, oh, I get it. They're, they, you know, there's a lot of, again, a lot of dick sucking. Yeah. And it's kind of exhausting. And then at one time, this guy's like, he picks her up, and he's like, let me worship your throne. And then he's moving down on her. I'm like, no man. Hey, listen, ladies out there, if a man has ever said that to you, please write in. If a man before. Let me sh- worship your throne. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's just so filled with cheese. BS. It's not real. It's painful. Now, where people might have be able to relate to this is the the house mom who doesn't feel sexy or feel wanted by her husband. I that is a real thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's real. Mm-hmm. Or the husband who's consumed by work and you know is and providing she's, and she's the 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 giver and she's exhausted she her kids need her all she's doing is being a mom and she also has the side of her that is like what about the sexy side when i was sexy and yeah. now she's becoming consumed by her ex-boyfriend yeah who's now sleeping with her best friend it's oh, just wow. a bunch of garbage wow, wow. all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna tune in to the i would thing. keep tuning in now if you really want a movie now i'm hoping someone gets murdered okay hear me out because now we're talking Someone needs to, someone's life needs to end. And I say this because this needs to turn into some sort of like 
thriller. Okay. 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 Now, what this reminds me of when done really well is the movie The Affair, starring starring Richard Gere, Diane Lane, and that very handsome man. I forgot his name. Was he French? He was like French Spanish. Yes, yes, I remember this movie. so good looking. And they had an affair, obviously. And and then something went Oh, my God. Oh, it's so... You guys, if you want a movie that has like... It's titillating. Yes, titillating. Has some good sex scenes. And there's like a really strong relationship, even though with the wife and husband. The affair. The affair. I'm with you on that one. It's so... Great movie. I forgot about it. Oh, that is one of the best movies out there for this kind of genre. That's why I'm saying someone needs to die. I was going to transition to, and if you're looking for something a less, a little less sexual that you can watch with your family and enjoy a little female empowerment heroes, Black Widow on Disney Plus. With Scarlett Johansson. With Scarlett Johansson. Um, Scarlett Johansson just, I think, confirmed that she is pregnant with her second child, but first of this marriage with that funny guy from SNL. Oh, and he is such a cutie. He's cute. God, gorgeous teeth. Yep. Another good show that Anthony and I ripped through last week on Netflix was Sophie, A Murder in Court. Now, you'll need to put the subtitles on because the accents are so strong. And there's French involved too, so there's also that subtitle. But this woman, Sophie, she is a French woman who spent time, she had a house in Cork, Ireland. And one day they find her like all in her thorny bushes and she was murdered bludgeoned bludgeoned horribly yeah. it was like a really these cops, yeah horrible and it's really a, an interesting story because it's like they think they know who it is they know who it is but he they're not they can't quite think put their it. finger on it yeah and he is he was tried and found guilty in france but they won't extradite him from from ireland really good watch if it's a slow burn it's like three episodes it's nothing crazy that's another good one on Netflix and I have another my final offer for the wanderlust out there the world's (gasps) most amazing vacation rentals we binged the entire thing um it's with that Louise D Ortiz I think he was a Bravo realtor like one of the shows on Bravo it's a little small man he's a little small yes I believe he's Puerto Puerto Rican yep I know Um, exactly who he is he's wonderful it's so fun what they're doing is they're take they're going all over the world and they're picking a budget rental and a luxury rental Love it. and then he offers travel tips or if you're thinking about investing in a, in a property ways for oh, you to I maximize it this. we loved it it's so fun and cool Lauren and I uh, Mia and I had a a great laugh because there is one scene where you know they they wake up in the morning and they like from their bed are kind of sharing a uh you know a moment or their experience whatever and I think Louise fell asleep the night before um without brushing his teeth after he had the chimichurri (laughs) sauce and Mia and I rewinded I'm like hold on a second Every tooth, every tooth filled Stop. with some sort of herb How or spice. How did the editor not say, "Hey, we have to reshoot this"? I scene. am dying to know. I like it's bothering me Where'd, that this occurred. Yeah, well, you know they what? were. I feel like they were in Bali at that point. Do they go all over the world? Yes, they went everywhere. They stayed in a lighthouse. Oh, they, you can fun. rent. Are you ready in Sitka, Alaska? where you get your salmon. Oh my God, no shit. I was like, that sounds familiar. Yes. You can stay in a lighthouse. You can stay in a lighthouse. You can stay in a treehouse. You can anywhere. Anywhere. I mean, anywhere the sky's the limit they find. And what they do is like, they stayed in a ranch in Montana and it was 267 bucks a night. That was their budget experience, okay? And Mia loved it. She was like, the coolest part about it, unlimited horseback riding. We're in Montana. Part of the deal. 
Oh, that's yes. cool. Yes. Very no, fun. We've stayed in some cool spots. The, one of the coolest places we've ever stayed was in Byron Bay in Australia. And Anthony and I are not luxurious travelers. We're more budget but adventurous travelers. So we stayed at this place. It was behind a home. And it was like this person had this big house. And behind their home on their property was almost like a um, kind of like a camper, like one of those silver cool. bullet Like campers. an air, airstream camper? Yes, like that. But it was completely... I think my neuro, my relevates working today. <laughs> I pulled out a name yesterday. <laughs> I pulled out a name at dinner last night and I was like twitching because I'm like, here comes. And people were like, wow, you that you went you back into the file cabinet. You did. And you paved a way. Yes. You found a, a neuropathway. So we were in this, it's like an Airstream, but it's completely outfitted. Everything you need. There's a kitchen. There's a bathroom. There's rooms. Yeah. Super, super, Badass. super cool. Yeah. There are so many places out there that... I mean, it changed the experience and of how you travel. That's what the cool thing about this whole show was. Inspiring people to ditch the things and have an experience. I love that. Yes. Yeah. That's what they say is that Those are experiences that and people get more fulfillment out of experiences than material items. All right, you guys. Well, we hope wow. you enjoyed this sex-filled wonderlust episode. Until next time, stay cozy. Thank you for joining us over here at Cozy Conversations. We are honored to be part of your regular podcast lineup. And if it wasn't already evident, we really love creating cozy content for you. You guys, we are so excited to share that we are offering a monthly subscription to the sister project over at anchor.com, our super cool hosting platform. We are dazzled by their initiative to support creators and their platform. So we signed ourselves up, but here's the twist. Our content is and always will be free. And to top it off, we're crazy, so we have plans to create even more. What we're doing is hopping on the content creator bandwagon and opening up space for you to support our small business because in a way, we're like your virtual cozy cup of coffee. If you're interested in learning more, head to the anchor.com link in our show notes. And P.S. Whether you decide to subscribe or not, we are just so grateful that you're tuning in. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.